Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, ladies and gents. Welcome to the fifth annual Inside Acting Radio Show Super Bowl Special. Tonight we have many esteemed guests, including sports writer Andy Arnold, comedian and former NFL Films narrator David DiLorenzo. We have former pro football player Patrick Cole, real estate guru Eric Davalos, and actors Jennifer Stokes, Ken Arnold, Frank Cisco Anderson, Rick Kelvin Branch, Dan Franco, Dan DeLuca, Michael McKay, Tico Wells, and Sherry McCain. Super Bowl 52 commences February 4th at 6.30 p.m. at U.S. Bank Stadium in Minneapolis, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Uh, The halftime entertainment is Justin Timberlake. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Ads will go for $5 million for a 30-second spot. The New England Patriots will be going for back-to-back titles as they face the Philadelphia Eagles, who have never won a championship in the Super Bowl era. The Patriots are favored by 4.5 points. And your host, the king of DC Media, predicts the Patriots will prevail with a score of 28 to 24. So I see the switchboards are lighting up, and folks, I've also got a uh, chat room out there. Uh, I don't see any questions out there in the chat room. If anybody within the sound of my voice is uh, in the Inside Acting Radio Show group on Facebook, if you, there's a link up there, you can click on there and ask a question, make a comment uh, in the chat room. And also... I see that the switchboard has about six people on there, so we're really, really got a lot of folks on the line. So let me go ahead and start bringing folks in. So I see uh, Mr. Eric Davalos is on the line. Good evening. Welcome to the program, Eric. Good evening, Will. Thank you for having me. Yeah, man. Yeah, fantastic, fantastic. So i got a bunch of other people here. Let me bring on... Let's see. Looks like I got. Uh, is this Jennifer Stokes? Jennifer, is that you? It's me. Hey, everybody. Go football. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we got the uh, choir boy from uh, the the Five Heartbeats, Tico Wells. I believe this should be Tico. That's you, Tico Wells. Hey. Hey. Can you hear hey. me? Hey. Yeah, man, I can hey, hear you. Hey, right. happy new year. Happy new year. <laughs> yeah, happy new year. <laughs> Good to hear from you. All right, okay, let me see else who I have here. Um, let me see who else I have. I got a 401. Who's on the line? 401737. Oh, that'd be me, David DiLorenzo. How you doing, William? Hey, David DiLorenzo. All right, NFL Films <laughs> narrator. All right. <laughs> wow, great to have you back Thank you, same here, thanks for inviting me Happy New Year as well And everyone, Happy oh, New Year yeah. to everyone And what a, what a, It's going to be a great weekend for the NFL It's going to be a great game Awesome, and I got uh, my man Patrick Cole Hey Patrick, welcome to the program Hey, what's up, what's up everybody This is my second year on um, I'm glad to be on again I'll give y'all, try to give y'all My expertise on the game all right, all right. 
Okay, and then last but not least, it looks like this must be Andy Arnold. He's calling from a cell phone. Is that right? That's correct. All right. <laughs> okay, folks, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, just plunge right in here. So we got a lot to, a lot to cover tonight. So, um, so uh, Patrick, I'll start with you. I know that. Uh, Quarterback Nick Foles has been up and down, and he's had, like, somebody was saying there's a comparison between him and 2013, and this year he's been kicked around the league and everything. Do you think he'll play to his potential on Sunday? Well, I'm going to say this. He he, he played to his potential, I would think, um, up until Sunday. I think he'll do, you know, pretty well, but not well enough to win, unfortunately. Um Nick Foles is not going to get that same that he had in Minnesota, those blown coverages that Minnesota's uh, secondary had. The Patriots are a sound football team. They're not going to make any mistakes. And uh, he's not going to get many blown coverages in that secondary with New England. So um, I see him throwing about maybe a couple of picks, and uh, and, and um, he's, he's going to be on the loser's side. The uh, Patriots are going to win uh, – 28-24, and um, Nick Foles, is, he's going to play well, but not well enough. Yeah, that sounds about right. What, what do you say, David? I think that's the sentiment probably across the country, but I think win or lose, you got a great story. Should Nick Foles win, you've got a great story. Journeyman quarterback comes back to the team that he played for previously, beats the big Goliath, and so forth. Patriots win. They've got, wild wow, 10 Super Bowls. Brady's won six. It's amazing. What an, an impressive resume and so forth. So it's a win-win for the NFL, you figure. Uh, now what we've got to do is make sure the game's not 56-6, to six, you know, something like that, and a sleeper <laughs> at halftime. But I, I think it'll be pretty close. Yeah, Tika, what do you think about that? <clears throat> well, you know what's funny? Um, I was thinking about this the other day, like the entertainment value of predictions. Like, like we we watch these sports shows and we think predictions are actually something that's logical or something, which is it's usually not. I mean, uh, you know, nobody saw Nick Foles doing what he did to the Vikings last week. I mean, two weeks ago, and um, nobody saw the miracle in Minnesota happening. Nobody saw during that eighteen and O season that the Patriots were going to have. You know, uh, David Tyree. So predictions are just for I think for our own enter- entertainment, like funerals are. So I really don't make predictions. <laughs> Eric, what's your what's your take on that? Well, thirty-one seventeen Eagles, and I'm not just saying that because I don't like the Patriots. Um, you know, I didn't give them a chance against the Vikings. I thought it was going to be Vikings and. New England Patriots, but uh, they can't make any mistakes. Mistake-free football, they win the game. Yeah. So Eagles, 31-17. Yeah, it... <laughs> yep, it should definitely be a great game. So, uh, Jennifer, I know that you're really into uh, to football, so what's your rooting interest? Um, I feel like... The Patriots are ready. I mean, you know the Patriots have prepared their mindset ready to come in and go for it. And are the Eagles. 
ready. I feel like if they're ready, if they've gotten their mindset, they're ready, they come in confident, then it is going to be a battle to the very last second of the game. And I'm not saying one is going to win or the other because I think it's all about the mindset that comes into this game on Sunday. So we'll see. We'll see. We know what the Patriots are going to bring. We know they're going to be calm. We know they're going to come in all collected. Are the Eagles going to do what they've been doing the last few weeks? We'll see. We'll see. But I'm calling a good game. I'm hoping hoping for it, and I'm calling a good game. Absolutely, absolutely. So um, getting into the X's and O's, and then, Andy, I'll start with you. So um, you think that New England can contain that, that fierce Eagles defense? I mean, you got Fletcher Cox. You got Brandon Graham. I mean, uh, what's your take on that? I think the Patriots are the champions until someone beats them. And, you know, they they got that way, and they win their games by playing within themselves. You know, Grock is, says he's back from his concussion. We'll see. Not that that was going to stop them in the first place. They can run when they have to. They throw when they have to. Sometimes they throw when they want to. And if they can do that against the uh, Eagles, it's going to be a long afternoon for Philadelphia. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's true. Patrick, what's your take on that? Well, like I was saying before, you know, um, Nick Foles is not going to see any blown coverages in the secondary, you know. So it's going to be it's going to be a rough game for him. You know he's going to play well, but not well enough to win. And uh, that secondary for New England is a lot better than the secondary from Minnesota. And for more, you know, if you really want to get down to it, the nitty gritty, I mean the Patriots don't make mistakes. You know Minnesota made a lot of mistakes in that game. I saw the game with Philly and Minnesota. You know Minnesota made a lot of mistakes and they choked. The Patriots will not choke because this is their tenth Super Bowl. They're not going to make any mistakes, and uh, I, I just I just think Nick Foles is going to uh, I think he's going to choke in the end. You know I, I really do. You know I, I'm not taking I'm not talking down on Nick. I like Nick Foles, but Nick Foles hasn't been to this you know big game, and Brady's been to ten, and it's all about experience. And uh, Nick Foles doesn't have that Super Bowl experience, and uh, I just see him choking in the end. Yeah. Yeah, that that's that's a distinct possibility. I mean, it's 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 such a big stage, and like you say, Minnesota was disappointed me. I thought they would put up a fight. I don't know what happened. Maybe they were, maybe they had a little bit of a letdown. I mean, David, do you think you think Minnesota had a letdown in that game? Yeah, well, actually, I grew up a Vikings fan, and I kind of root for Tom Brady more so than the Patriots, even though I live right here in New England. Uh, their run, of course, is unprecedented. Uh, but the Vikings, I think their big Super Bowl was actually winning that game against New Orleans the way they did. And it was hard yeah. to come back from that. You know, it's, they had the hangover probably, went to Philly. But don't forget, now, Philly was an underdog for that game at home in an NFC Championship game. It's unheard of. And they had the chip on their shoulder. And I think in this game, too, Philly's going to come out and they're going to, they got a puncher's chance like anyone else. I think the interesting stat, it's, I don't know how interesting, but to me it seems interesting that 32 players from the Patriots, but they just played in the Super Bowl last year, are still you know, on the team that have played in the Super Bowl and only six with the Eagles. 
So whether that means anything or not, that's just one of those, you know, numbers that they throw out there. But the one thing I look at is the Patriots' defense has improved. In the first four weeks of the season, they gave up 42 points to Kansas City, 33 to Houston, yet they won, and 33 to Carolina, and they lost. Now, after that, the entire season, they only gave up more than 24 points once, and that was to Miami in a game they lost, and they averaged 18 points uh, a game on the defense, giving up, you know, so they made adjustments, obviously, on the defense, what I'm getting at. So can they carry that into this game against Philly and shut them down? And If they keep Philly under 20 points, it's a good chance, you know, the Patriots will win, say, 27 to 20, something like that. But, uh, again, they've got to make sure they don't have any fumbles or interceptions or bad penalties like any other team. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, in... Go ahead. The thing is, the Eagle, the Patriots are a last-two-minute team. I mean, you have to agree with me. They That's the thing is, you've got to manage the clock. The Eagles have got to manage the clock, and they've got to keep that momentum up because they have got to play to the last second of that game. That's what the Patriots do. They pull it out the last minute of the game. So, yeah, and that, that game, the – the Vikings, the Vikings, New Orleans game. That was, uh, I mean, seriously, that was crazy, yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, it was. And one thing that impressed me was, uh, my my take was, it seemed like if Jacksonville couldn't beat the Pats this year, I'm not sure anybody else could. I think Jacksonville had the best chance. In some ways. Uh, New England's comeback in the championship game was more almost as impressive as what they did in the Super Bowl because it seemed like to me they were Jacksonville was running the clock out on the Pats really and they just seemed hey, like they what? controlled you know the what? clock you know yeah I don't yeah. I don't mean to interrupt you but you know what I had Jacksonville winning that game and you're absolutely 100% correct they're the only team out of the 32 teams that had a chance to beat New England with Jacksonville because Jacksonville has a dynamite young secondary. Those those yeah. guys can play, and uh, I was really shocked that the Patriots won that game because I had Jacksonville. That's the only team that I had beating the Patriots in the whole league. You know, so yeah, I knew when the Patriots won that game, I knew Philadelphia or Minnesota, neither one of them wouldn't have a chance. You know, um, Jack- Jacksonville, they just they they just they're young. But they'll be back next year because they got the. Oh yeah. They'll be back because you had Coughlin. You know, he had Coughlin. He's involved in the front office, looks like, and then they have that. They had that Smash Mouth. I thought I was watching the game circa 1997. <laughs> it was it was it was brutal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah New England. Uh, I mean, uh, Jacksonville went to the playoffs back when they had Mark Brunel back then. I think wasn't it? Yeah, nice right, Mark Brunel. Yeah, they got him from Green Bay in the expansion draft because he was back up for uh, Brett Favre at one time on the left. Yeah, yeah. He was a good quarterback, yeah. Yeah. Mark Brunel, was a, he's an excellent quarterback, too. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I want to take a little bit of a, a left turn, and uh, I'll throw this out to you, Jennifer. So what have you he- heard about the ads? It seems like they're going to have a lot of interesting ads out there. Yeah, I have seen a few of these, and then I saw the ice skater um, the other night. He is so amazing. 
what's his name? I can't remember his name, but the um, they had the little Asian ice skater, our, our ice skater, the um, top ice skater for us for the Olympics. He was, I mean, have y'all seen that? He was amazing, like just spot on. I can't wait to see him get out there for the Olympics. So I love sports across the board. So, yeah, but um, that there's going to be some fun. It's definitely going to be fun. Sometimes that's the funnest part of the whole thing. So, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know, there was an interesting, there's an interesting, uh, go ahead. Yeah, I, I read an article about uh, the greatest NFL franchises, and I saw that they said that according to greatest uh, franchises, one of the ones they said was the Packers. Number one was the Packers based on championships and then number of wins. And I think number two, I think, was the Steelers. Number four was the Giants. I cannot remember number three. The greatest NFL franchises. So, Andy, I'll throw that out to you. So, 49ers. Who, who, what's that now? 49ers are way down there um, because they, they kind of they kind of like because what they did. They looked at Super Bowls and NFL championships. So they looked at everything and they looked at winning percentage and everything. So, Andy, yeah, I'll throw that out to you. What? I thought the 49ers huh? would be up there because of Joe Montana and Jerry Rice. Yeah, no, but, football oh, but started were, back in. So was and who did you say number four was? They looked at everything. Four not was just the Giants. Four was the Giants. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Three would probably oh, have been. What's that? Three yeah. might. What was three might have been the. Hello, folks. Three yeah. might have been. Hold the on, Colts. hold on, hold on. Okay, Andy. Might have been the Bears. <laughs> Might have been the Colts or the Bears because the Bears have been around forever, and they had mighty That's teams in the forties. They had mighty teams in the eighties. Yeah, yeah. Tico, what's what's your, your what's your take on that? <laughs> you know, um, Michael Jordan says something. He said people always ask about uh, greatest teams, and he says, "Look." I didn't play against Walt Frazier. I didn't play against Will Chamberlain. I didn't play in the 60s, 70s. So to say that he was better or would have been better in a different era is hard to say. Um, And I kind of agree with him. Um, I think it's the the excitement of, of sports is that it gives us something to speculate about and talk about and fantasize about at this moment, the Patriots are the best team ever. Um, and as far as Super Bowls, so they got five. You know, and as far as uh, uh, right now, 2018, they're better than the Steelers. They're better than – they're just they, – they're doing something that, you know, you think about the Boston Celtics of the 60s winning 11 championships in a short period of time. Um, it's, they're, they're just on a different level. Every year we expect them to be in the Super Bowl. So, um, Yeah, but that number four you know, team that you just talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Well, don't forget the Steelers <laughs> do have six. The Steelers have yeah. six Super Bowl championships as well. Yeah, the four yeah, were in the right. seventies. The, the fact right. of the matter is, the fact of the matter is, the Super Bowl simply recognizes the NFL champion, and the Packers have won, I think, uh, nine or seven championships, and that's something like that. Five. Yeah, but that was well, that was prior to the Super Bowl era. That was prior prior to the Super Bowl prior, era. No, we're not talking teams. about we're talking teams. about pro football history. Well, that that's what history is. History changes based on the evolution of time. So you're talking a smaller league. You're talking fewer African American players. You're talking a, a whole list of things that that were different. Um, the defenses are different today, what they can do, what they can't do. So it's hard to compare those that's errors as being greater. Or less. That's completely counter to what you just said about different errors and different times. In what way? Well, like you can't compare Michael Jordan to Walt Frazier. You, you can't, can't compare the 1929 okay, Packers okay, to Okay, folks, I'm going to interject. I'm going to interject. Okay, I have it. Hold on. Hold on, everybody. Hold on. Hold your horses. I'm going to read this off. So the first one I have here, Green Bay Packers, four Super Bowl titles. The pre-Super Bowl championships were nine. Uh, their total record was seven, 722 and 548 losses and 37 ties. That was number one. Number two was the Steelers with six championships, but they didn't have any in the pre-Super Bowl era. 592 wins, 531 losses. Okay, number three is the Pats. That's four titles, eight conference titles. The record was 465 to 381 with nine ties. Okay, now, Jennifer, your team, the Giants, had four but that, titles. That's, that's outdated because the Patriots got five titles now. That's that's outdated. Okay. The Patriots got five. Oh, yeah, okay. but two of them, two of okay. those non-titles were. Yeah. To number okay, four. Okay, let me finish. Let me finish. Okay, but the okay, the Giants <laughs> had four Super Bowls, <laughs> the four pre-Super Bowls. So the Giants had six seventy-five to five sixty-eight losses. So they were number four. Okay, then the oh the Raiders were three. No, I'm sorry, they're number five with three titles. Their record was 446 to 398. And let me see. They got the Broncos. Three titles. Um, the record was 459 to 386. And then the Cowboys are way down at seven with five titles. Uh, uh, none pre-Super Bowl. They were 482 to 365, 365 losses. Now, everybody's talking about San Fran. San Fran has five titles. None were before the Super Bowl era. Record was 559 and 452 with 16 ties. The Dolphins had two titles. Uh, none before the Super Bowl era. Record was 430 to 337. And then, uh, inexplicably, they have the Bills here. Way down at number 10, they had, of course, they had no titles. And let's, uh, I'll just skip over them. Now, they have the Bears down here, way down, but they had one Super Bowl title, eight pre-Super Bowl championships. Record was 741, uh, 558 losses and 42 ties. 
So I thought that was. And a, you know who I've, I haven't heard you say yet? Who? Who's that? What? Um, Dallas Cowboys. Well, Mr. Patrick, we haven't heard him say the skins. <laughs> the skins. I was. You took. I'm getting rid of the stage. Three, three, super, three Super Bowls. Two pre-Super Bowls. So the skins have five altogether. They had three Super Bowls. Two two before that era. They had 579 wins, 567 losses, and 27 ties. And yeah, what number so were, were they? Oh, they were 12 on this list. Yeah, 12. The Seahawks oh. were 13. What? <laughs> Hey, you know <laughs> <what>? <laughs> I had to pick my skins because they they they're doing so bad. They did so bad and shit. But I know all you guys yeah. know we are back on the ups again because we just got Alex Smith from the Chiefs and we're going to the okay. playoffs next year. I'm gonna take a right turn, Andy. Now we're, Andy and I were talking about this earlier, Andy. So I, Andy, I gotta bring you in on this, man. So what's your take? You tell me your take, and then I'll tell you my take on this on this trade and this ridiculous trade. For uh, the guy from Kansas City to 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 the Redskins, what's your take on that? Amen. Hey, that was a brilliant trade. Okay, Andy, and let let Andy talk. The Redskins give up a third round draft pick and an up and coming defensive superstar for yeah. a thirty two year old quarterback. Yeah. I don't think that's a very wise move on their part. We can already put yeah. them as, as losers on this trade. We don't know how well it's going to work out for Kansas City because they have a rookie who didn't play much this year. They want to take over yeah. the quarterback next year in Mahomes. So that's never. I am a seconding on their that. Part. Yes. Okay. Do I get a chance and, to wait on that? Yeah. Come on, Tico. You can okay, try, you know, yeah. Now, now here's, here's the thing, here's the thing. Okay. The Chiefs are going to lose out more than we are. We're going to win on the winning side. The reason why the Chiefs are going to lose out because they're going to start a rookie quarterback with no experience, number 15, whatever his name is. So they're going to regret that they made a stupid move by letting Alex Smith go because at least Alex Smith took the, to the playoffs every year. That is a playoff quarterback something that the Redskins don't have. Goodbye, Kirk Cousins. Don't let the door hit you with a good Lord split you. So I'm glad. Unbelievable, that man. Look, here's the thing. Here's the truth of the matter. But is see, that you're asking the Skins the fans. I mean, yeah, they're a little biased here. Wait a second. Tell me something. Have leveraged their defense. Tell me something. Tell me something. Yeah. What targets did uh, Kirk Cousins have last year? Nothing. Okay. What targets okay. did uh, – Smith have last year. What targets will Mahomes have last year? Mahomes well, had I'm a thirteen hundred yard rusher in his backfield. I'm, I'm gonna say this: did, did, what did Cousins have in his backfield? He had nothing. Those Chiefs, those Chiefs receivers won all of that. They they weren't all of that. They, okay. they, they were, Hold on a second, Eric. Uh, Eric, what's yes. your take on all that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, look. First of all, I'm enjoying the talk here, but. Uh, I got to say, I couldn't believe they made that trade. It's typical of uh, a Daniel Snyder football team um, because, I mean, again, yes, he's been to the playoffs, but I don't think he's won a playoff game. Well, you know what? But he will. We'll take, we'll take the playoffs because, you know what, we don't we haven't been there in a long time. So, you know, <laughs> we'll just be glad to the playoffs. You know what? 
Alex Smith. Where is the defense going to come from oh, yeah, trying to get into the playoffs? Kirk Why didn't you make it to the playoffs last from year? Get into the playoffs. Kirk Cousins. How are they going to stop other teams from scoring? Yeah. Yeah, and that's you got the a whole thing. Of marijuana they, going on out there, I think. Kirk mm-hmm. Cousins one time. Okay, one time. Alex Smith threw for 455 yards this season and only five interceptions. How many interceptions Kirk Cousins threw? Older. About 100. About 100 interceptions. Like I said, goodbye, Kirk Cousins. Don't let the door hit you with a good Lord's spirit. Actually, if you look at their stats, Cousins is still less than thing, But the defense. To the playoffs. Alex Smith will take but up here, the playoffs. Okay, but everybody, but have, what you're the, forgetting is, the Denver Broncos had a they had they won the, the championship a couple of years ago with with uh, with Peyton Manning. He was practically in a wheelchair. Yes, they did. I mean, the, the the Redskins all they need to do is build up the defense, and then curse. It doesn't matter if Cousins is 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 can't close close games. Sometimes it doesn't matter because they would have the defense, which they leveraged. No, they but have to do a lot more than just build up. The gave the guy away. You know the problem I had with Kurt? Kurt was playing for his statistics. He never stuck his head in there. You know what I'm saying? He never. Alex Smith is a guy who sticks his head in there. He goes for broke. Kurt Cousins never scrambled. When the men uh, come in or when the defense come in on him, he just falls down. Alex Smith gets out, gets out of that. You know, Patrick, what's your opinion on that, Patrick? Let Patrick talk. Do you ever look at statistics? What, 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 you know what? Kirk Cousins never had the heart that Alex Smith had. Never. He didn't want to be here. But he's got, he, he, he didn't even want to be here because he was pissed he's off. He's a 4,000-year pastor. What are you talking about? What's that? He's a 4,000-a-year passer. He has more 4,000-yard 4, uh, games uh, seasons than uh, Like I said, he's all about Smith. statistics. He's all about statistics, and Smith is all about winning. That's why the Chiefs went to the playoffs, and the Redskins didn't. And we ended up 7-9, and the Chiefs went wound up beating us and going to the playoffs. Because and it had nothing Alex to do Smith, with the players and the He doesn't care about statistics. Alex Smith doesn't care about statistics. All he cares about is winning, and that's why the Redskins made a great choice. We finally got somebody with the heart of a champion that wants to win. He's not about statistics and, and getting his money. He's about winning. You'll see. Well, then can they sign me to play tight end or something? Can they sign me to play tight end with about 100 million guaranteed? I mean, if they're going after old men, if they're going after old men, I'll volunteer. <laughs> well, I don't think I don't think Alex Smith's age is the is the main factor. It's something. That old man. Let me let me say this for a second. Patrick, Patrick, let Patrick oh, talk. That, that old man, Patrick, that old man, but, but Patrick has the floor. I, I, that's me. I'm that's me. Now, at least that old man takes his team to the playoffs every year. Okay. No, he doesn't. Take, take, no, he doesn't. Take it to the playoffs one time. No, he and doesn't. And the only reason one why Kirk took us to the playoffs, you know, the only reason why, because of our defense. It wasn't all because of Kirk, but Alex Smith has carried that Chiefs team to the playoffs every. No, year. he hasn't. No, he okay. hasn't. Okay, 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 okay. So why did he throw for 455 yards and only five interceptions? How many interceptions? Because he had a running back running for 1400 yards. So defenses had to respect the run. Did they have to respect Washington's run? Huh? 
What? Not at all. Not at all. Hey, you know what? Before, <laughs> what? before uh, 25 got hurt, the guy from Florida State, they was respecting our run. Is that your way of saying no? Is that your way of saying no? They did not respect Washington's run? Is that what you're saying? They respected, they respected Washington's run before I started running back. <laughs> oh, so they did not respect Washington's run. Okay. Are you talking about P. Ryan? Yeah, not P. Ryan, the other one, the one from Florida State. Um, I can't call his name. Chris right Thompson. Now. He's a third yeah, down back. Yeah, Chris Thompson. He's a third. He's and more like see, a third down, down back. back. And if you guys saw the Raiders game, you see the way Chris Thompson ate up the Raiders that night. Y'all saw that. Oh, we love Chris Thompson. We love Chris Thompson's season he was having. I think what um, the other gentleman is saying is that the Redskins don't have a legitimate running game that anybody's afraid of. Well, and, I mean, um, like I said, when Chris Thompson was running, that's right. That's right. They were the only time they were afraid of his screen passes. I think he was afraid, more afraid of his coming out the backfield and getting those flat passes or screen passes, and and, and running all, for touchdowns. Hey, look, all I got to say, you know, like a Dallas. I mean, this is the hey, look, thing. Fine. Jennifer, let Jennifer talk. Jennifer is the best quarterback. Then Kirk Cousins. Everybody on this line. Okay, let Jennifer talk. So this is the thing. How many times did I see Kurt throw a pass and hit the guy in the chest and he dropped it? And I feel like this year I was watching the Eagles from last year because that's exactly what happened with the Eagles last year. Just kept throwing passes right at his receivers. They should have caught him. They dropped it. That's exactly what Kurt was doing this year. Y'all, I mean, so. I mean, I do. I feel like the um, Skins just gave up a really great player with picking up Smith instead of and letting him go because well, he Alex was hitting was his targets. Alex was better though. He takes his team to the playoffs. You see, he's going to take the Redskins to the playoffs. I don't care if we get knocked out of the yeah, first we'll round. Yeah, we'll see. He takes us there. At least he takes us there. Kurt only took us there one time. When did Kurt well, do Seven and nine. Alec hasn't taken us there ever. Seven and nine. We're tired of it. He's out of here. He's out of here. Alex is a winning quarterback, and he's, he, he goes for the gusto. He plays with Okay, heart. number 12. Kurt, Kurt plays for the Tissy. <laughs> Kurt, Kurt plays for the <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Are you trying to convince yourself? Huh? Yeah, I, I think I think that uh, they're, they're similar players in in their talent. I think um, Andy Reid is a better coach, and I think that um, Kirk Cousins probably was not comfortable all year in terms of what his future was going to be. And I think he did a great job with all the controversy that he's gone through. Plus, the, the you know what did he get twenty four, twenty five million dollars this last season, so he wasn't yeah, yeah. hurting financially, but. But I don't think he felt like he had a home or that, that people were willing to take care of him long term. So you, you, there's, some, there's some workings going on behind the scenes that we're, we're not necessarily privy to as well. Yeah. And, you know, and David, I'm going to well, say Alex, Like you said, Alex Smith has hold a on, Hold on, folks. Go ahead. I want to take a, I want to take a, a left turn to David now. Th- now, uh, Garoppolo, what's your take on the Garoppolo trade and uh, this whole thing about the the dynasty up there in in in, in New England is going to break up because of tension with Robert Kraft and 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 Belichick? 
Yeah, well, the, the day after they traded Garoppolo, the talk here in New England was there's uh, unrest in the uh, hierarchy with Belichick and Kraft and Tom Brady, uh, you know, because they weren't going to keep Garoppolo, I guess, if Brady was going to play another two or three years. So they try to get what they can for him. So they trade him to the 49ers. He has five wins in a row, turns that franchise around. So now if Brady retires in a couple of years, they're going to have to start from scratch with someone they're going to have to draft over the next, you know, one or two years, I guess. And they don't have anybody, obviously, backing up Brady now. Uh, Bobby Hoyer, I think, is the guy. Uh, he's not a, you know, starting quarterback. Uh, but I did want to go back one second just to uh, reiterate about what you were saying about Alex Smith's trade. They didn't want to give Kirk Cousins any money, but yet they gave Smith, supposedly what I'm hearing is $91 million, and 77 right. or $71 million is going to be guaranteed. Right. You know, he might not take the team to the playoffs, but he's definitely going to take them to Applebee's. You know what I mean? And buy them lunch or something. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Ruth Chris. Yeah, Ruth Chris. There you go. Yeah. Fleming. You come on next year's Super Bowl show, you won't be eating crow because he would take the point tickets to play on. Oh, I hope he's successful. I mean, neither one of them are Hall of Fame quarterbacks, but they're both pretty good. You know, they're they're above average quarterbacks in the NFL, no question. But you know, for ninety-one million dollars, they better they better go to the playoffs. Yeah, it is old. I mean, that's the whole thing. Is 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 you got to have those young legs in sports. I mean, come on, right. the guy's not getting any younger. And, and, uh, I, I think that's a fallacy. I think that's the fallacy that that people like Tom Brady and uh, some of the players that are out there now, including and, and former players like Brett Favre. Um, it, it, it's thirty-two is not old. For Tom Brady, because he, as much as he's gotten hit, he hasn't gotten hit as much as some players. He's he hasn't been injured significantly, except that one time when he hurt his leg, and they right. created the Brady rule. So, if you're standing in the pocket and have such great blockers like the New England Patriots always have, uh, somebody like Tom Brady can play for a long time. Um, this is a different era too, where People are in better shape than ever before. You look at the, the, the bodies of the players from the 60s and 70s, and you look at the players today, it's no comparison. Exactly. I totally agree. And, yeah, and look, at, look at all the players on – look at the Redskins. Jennifer, well, I know you're not talking on the quarterback when Eli's totally on his way out of here. He stinks. <laughs> Eli's still the quarterback. <laughs> Eli's still a good quarterback. He need to go somewhere and sit down. He's not taking the Giants nowhere. You know that. See, I, I disagree. But um, I disagree let me too. just say this: What happens is when you put that much in to that one position, like what they've done with Smith, it's going to make everybody else on the team. Excuse me. It's going to make everybody else on the team a little um, frustrated, a little envious. It's not building a team, and football is a team sport. It's not no, just one not, person. That's not necessarily true. You got you got some strong guys in there that that will hold the team together. Uh, yeah. Ask Andrew Luck about that. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's it Uh, can't stay healthy. That's his problem. (laughs) 
I mean, Who's I was that? As soon as they paid him that money, he was he was off the field for good. He, he, as soon as they paid him that money, they couldn't afford an offensive line. Right, you got to be able to build a team, yep. folks. You got to be able to build a team. That's yep. right. There's no I in team. There's <laughs> not. <laughs> I got to get me an editor. And Mr. Patrick's in big trouble. Why am I in big trouble, Eli, sister? <laughs> Just wait till I stick my Peyton on you. <laughs> oh, let me give you a joke one second. I'm just looking at the stats. Your Redskins fans actually do have this going for you. Uh, the last time the Super Bowl was in Minnesota, the Redskins won it. So there you go. That's right. <laughs> Good karma. Yeah, it was 27 years ago, something like that. Yeah, it was uh, January 26, 1992. Yes. Didn't even have cars back then, did they? Yeah. And what does that have to do with anything? Mm-hmm. I thought we were going to talk more about the Redskins. <laughs> we beat the Buffalo Bills. That's right. 37-24. Yeah, okay. There it is, my man. It yeah, is. and we beat the Patriots twice. Twice. Yeah, you yeah, did. Yeah, that was. I, 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 I give well, yeah, we got to give the credit. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying about bar. Sunday. That's what I'm saying about Sunday is that the Eagles can go out there and do it. But no, is, but the Foles Patriots are not unbeatable. Not, not a quarterback. I love Foles, but he's not. He's, he's going to choke at the end. He hasn't, he hasn't been to that stage. He hasn't, he's, I can't see Foles for, winning. No, I can't Here's see Here's the deal. Like everybody said on first take, he hasn't been to that stage. He's going to choke. He hasn't been to that stage. Yeah. It's going to be too much for him. It's going to be too much for him. They use a lot of cliches. They use a lot of cliches in football. Uh, because a lot of times people don't have time to actually do any thinking. So the c- cliches like defense wins championships and things like that uh, sound really good, and, and people who don't really follow the sport to the point of actually thinking use those cliches over and over. So to say someone doesn't have experience, you have to go back and look at people like um, uh, Tom Brady in his first Super Bowl. How much experience did he have in the Super Bowl? And they beat the Rams. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady's an outlier, though. I mean, he's kind of like defied expectations. I mean, he's kind of like the the exception. Well, what about Kurt uh, uh, when he when he won his first when he won his Super Bowl against the Titans? Who was that? No, Kurt Warner. Kurt. Oh, Kurt. Kurt Warner. Kurt Warner. Oh yeah! No Super Bowl. That was a great team. That was a great offensive team. That's one of the best offensive teams I've ever seen. Yeah, that was that was the they best were showing Yeah. So my oh, point is, is yeah. that it's not about experience. It's about chemistry. It's about destiny, and it's about on any given Sunday, anyone can beat anyone. That's very so, true. Any given Sunday is very true. Peyton Manning was 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 playing against the the uh, Seahawks, and Russell Wilson had no playoff, no no Super Bowl experience, and they kicked their butts. Oh, they did! It was no. so sad. That made me so nauseous. Nick Foles. Nick Foles is actually a good quarterback. If if you if you really follow football, and you when he took he took. Well, we, 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 
No, they're different. They're different. But when now he I took Michael to, Vick's I want to take a turn back to, to uh, X and, X's and O's again. I want to go back to X's and O's. So, uh, Eric, I'll, I'll, I'll uh, single you out on. Now, what have you heard about Jay Ajay and LeGarrette Blunt on uh, the Eagles? I mean, do you think they'll be able to generate a running game? Not to not to use a cliche, <laughs> but look, um, on any given Sunday, you know, everybody's picking the Pats to win this game. But Adai and Blunt, they've, not, they've had history of, of being able to run this ball. Blunt especially. I mean, he's not afraid of the Patriots. I really believe, no. and mark my words, on Monday, 31-17 is going to be the final score, if not more. The Eagles are going to take this game. Um, I really believe this, especially I, get, I did not give them a chance in the championship, and I felt like a fool when they totally skull-dragged the other team. So, um, in, you know, it could be wishful thinking. Uh, yes, I don't like the prejudice. I do respect them because they are a phenomenal, phenomenal team. You can't take anything away from them. Um Tom Brady, and you know, who wouldn't want him on on their team? You know what I mean? Yes, he's older, yeah. and uh, yeah. the gentleman earlier earlier said, you know, mentioned Tom Brady, Brett Favre. They're Hall of Fame quarterbacks, so they, they could, you know, Tom Brady will probably play until he's fifty years old. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, well, you know what? You know, then I can hey, even find what? anybody right away. You know what, my man? You know, yeah. you know what? I would have I would have agreed with you, but when I seen that Gronk came back to practice, I was like, oh no, because at first I was going to say. Well, maybe the Eagles, but then when Gronk came back to practice, I'm gonna tell you, man, it's over. Because when Gronk they got hurt, about Gronk last year, they when Gronk, they won when Gronk, Gronk last year and in the championship game. Yeah, but Gronk is back, and he's 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 gonna be playing. So the Eagles have no chance. I mean, I mean, Gronk, Gronk is he just makes cornerbacks look like little kids. You know, he's a Gronk. He's gonna be up against Malcolm Jenkins. Malcolm safety, Malcolm Jenkins. I never even heard of Malcolm Jenkins. I don't know. Is he exactly. any, any good or what? He's the guy that made the interception in the Super Bowl against the uh, Seahawks at the goal line. No, 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 no. That's Malcolm Butler. No, 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 no. no oh, Malcolm, oh, you said Malcolm Jenkins. Oh, oh, the defense, defensive player. My fault. Yeah, the Eagles. Yeah. Oh, he's a bad boy. Malcolm Jenkins is a bad boy. That's 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 okay. a bad boy right well, there. Malcolm to, Jenkins is a bad boy. Check Gronk on Sunday. Well, you know, nobody can really nobody can really contain Gronk. They're not going to be the same. You have to. You can't stop Gronk, but you have to. You have to limit what he can do to you. But not, he, you know he has six seven, six five, six seven. Yeah, Gronk's a big tough. boy, man. Really that's, that's a big boy. Yeah, but every chance they get, nobody really wants to tackle him. Malcolm Jenkins don't have the size to contend with him. Nobody does, except a linebacker, but they're too slow. Right. Most linebackers are too slow, (laughs) and most most DBs are too too small. They can hang. They can hang with his speed, but they can't hang with uh, just his speed and size. Well, that's what happens. It's almost like you need a linebacker and a and a and a safety. Yeah, Patrick was saying something. Yeah, to go against Mr. Eiffel Tower. Oh, uh, yeah. Yep. But, uh, yep. Everybody Let's have a good about... Super Bowl Sunday. I need to get out of here right now. Uh, thanks for having oh. me back on, man, and uh, it's Tico. 
Okay. Y'all enjoy the game, and uh, we'll see what happens on Sunday. You okay, too. have Peace a nice night. Everybody. You too. Ciao. Okay. Okay, okay ciao. All right. <laughs> let's, talk ab- let's talk about uh, betting. So somebody was saying that betting should be legal. Betting on the Super Bowl should be legal. So, uh, Eric, what do you think about that? No comment. No, Eric. actually, I'm just kidding. No I'm comment. not saying 3117 because I'm not saying 3117 because uh, one and seven are my numbers or anything on a football pool that could be or could not be. Just in case the IRS is listening. But uh, oh. no, I mean I think it should be perfectly legal. Absolutely, let, let the government collect some taxes on it. So yeah, legalize. That's right. That's right. So, David, what you think yeah, I mean, about betting? I don't betting see why it's not because you don't. I mean, there's no inside that you can get a game. It's so they're out there on the field playing. Well, I think Pete Rose belongs in the Hall of Fame, so I probably shouldn't be in this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. So, Mark, David, what Mark, another yeah. What's your take on that? Uh, I'm sorry, what was the question? A take on what? On uh, gambling. Betting. Gambling in the Super Bowl be, uh, yeah, betting. Betting on Super Bowl. Yeah, well, we've heard that it's a, tw- a 12 point spread or something. That's just way too much. I'm a Patriots you know, follower, I guess you could say, a fan here, I guess, in New England. I expect them to win. They probably will win. Will they cover the spread? That's tricky because. Man, 12 points is a lot of points for Philly to come to the game with in their back pocket if you're a gambling person. And, uh, you know, if it's 27 to 24 and you and Patriots win the game, but yet you bet on Philly, you win, uh, obviously. So, But, I mean, it's uh, that's a lot of points. I, I always figure six or seven, maybe eight, keep it within a touchdown. But uh, I heard 12 recently. I don't even know what it is today. But with Gronk coming back, people may be loading back up on – the Patriots again because he's back in the fold, and but we'll see. Oh, uh, yeah. that's, that's tricky. That's a tricky I number. I saw five and a half earlier today. Oh, was it? Okay, I'm sorry. I thought I heard twelve last week, but yeah, five and a half to yeah, six might or have seven been. more likely. Yeah. Like I said, when, week, I, when I knew he was coming back to the practice, game, I'm like, all Patriots will definitely win. Yeah, he's yeah. going to be triple teamed. He'll be, he'll be triple teamed. He'll have a, a Jenkins over the top, maybe a tight end. I mean, a tight end a linebacker underneath. You know, maybe a, a safety following him around with their eyes. It, it depends on where Brady. If Brady goes to him early in the game and he proves to be successful, then that's interesting. But they may wait on him, make you use him as a decoy, then see if he can open up later in the game when they really need him. Yeah, you can't put too many yeah. people on him because there's just too many weapons. Right. That's right. That's right. And they were able, able to win without him uh, the, the second half of that game. So I want to take a right turn to uh, so Eric. So let's talk about the Ravens. I mean, uh, what do you think our prospects are next year? I agree wholeheartedly. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, what's what's your take on that? On the on the Ravens? You'll be sorry. I guess so. <laughs> I guess some 
some fell out, some uh, fell apart there. Okay, maybe I'm gonna say it better myself. <laughs> oh my God, the the gremlins are in the machine. Okay, folks, let me check out the chat. <laughs> let me check out the chat. <laughs> First time I agreed with I got, them all I got a full board. I got a full board uh, switchboard here, so I think we're good. Um, let's talk about Super Bowl parties. Is anybody hosting a Super Bowl party? Next topic. No comment. Huh? Yeah, are you hosting a Super Bowl party? Of course yeah, I am. Me and William are coming if you if you are. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, Hmm, let me think about that. Why don't you cook some of those good old chicken tenders and write it over? That's oh, right. yeah. <laughs> yeah, some yummy chicken tenders and some yummy spinach and artichoke dip and some wings, and we can use my award-winning barbecue sauce. There it is. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. That sounds good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because you know that's what we do in Memphis. We have right. barbecue sauce contests down there on the river. That's right. Mm-hmm. Ooh, there you go. Wow. This is like some good barbecue, I tell you. You're right. And I know how to cook it, and so many people up here don't. So. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, hmm. wow. So we're getting near the end here, folks. Um, so, um, oh, I had one more X's and O question. I know I'm kind of wearing these X's and O questions out. But uh, I guess I'll throw this out here, too. Uh, so, David, so you know a lot about the Pats. So what about the run game, James White and Deion Lewis? You think they'll have a big game? Yeah, well, they've got to get them out in space around the ends if they can because clogging in the middle are those big beasts that Philadelphia has. And, again, Brady has to worry about that rush coming right at him through, the, you know, through that uh, A-gap and so forth. But uh, if, they can, if Brady likes to use the running backs, too, out of the, back, out of the backfield and those bubble screens and everything, so, you know, he's got that. Brady would rather pass. He's almost like Dan Marino back in his heyday. He'd much rather pass than have a running game. Uh, but they do need the running game. And I think with LeGarrette Blunt on the other side, they don't have that big bull that can they can get those two or three yards when they need it on a first or third and five or something like that. Uh, so it's 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 going to be up to the uh, balanced offense. And again, I think if a team runs out to a 14 nothing lead, then obviously the other team has to play catch up, and then all bets are off because you're going to know what they're going to probably want to do is pass the ball to get back into the game in a hurry. That's right. That's absolutely right. Yeah, Jennifer, what's your take on that? Well, my take on Brady. Let me give let me give a little feedback on Brady. Brady does well at facilitating the calls that come out for him to play. He he does, but you can argue with me if you want to. He's not a defense reader. He's not a 
get out what? there what? and make a, a last-minute call, change the... No, I'm saying he doesn't. He's just not an audible, sit at home, study the game type guy. He he facilitates what is called to him to play. No, no, I read articles. No, I'm not too sure about that. I don't know about that one. No, I read articles that Brady eats and sleeps film. He watches film, you know, all day, all night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Jennifer, speak of barbecue. <laughs> oh! Speak <laughs> of barbecue. Oh, yeah, wow. you, you know, you had to say something because the girl's on here showing you up. So go ahead and say what you want to say. <laughs> oh, All right, enough about wow. this stupid football game. Let's talk about something important like entertainment. <laughs> Who do you guys yeah. like in the uh, puppy ball? I'm going with Team Fluff. Oh, the puppy okay, yeah. Uh, I'm going with him. Yeah, I go along with that. <laughs> yeah, and then somebody said that uh, Justin Timberlake was going to be the halftime entertainment. I'm surprised they yeah, let him back. I know. It's a big thing going on with him about him and Janet. Move and all that stuff. Oh, man. Oh yeah. You know today. Yeah, you know, that was. You know today was the anniversary of that Super Bowl when Janet Jackson Boo came. Oh really? Yeah, today is today is the day it happened. Back in uh. Wow. Oh four. Yeah, oh four. Yeah. I heard it on the radio today. Wow, and I well, think that was good. the Eagles Patriots Super Bowl the first time I think. No, no, no. Yeah, I think Donald it was Eagles Pat, yeah. Eagles and Pat Panthers. Was that the Eagles and Panthers? I thought it was the Eagles and Patriots. I think no, that it was. was. It was. The Eagles won with the Patriots before. And the Eagles won 24, yeah. I mean, the Patriots won 24-21. Yeah. And that's when Solomon, Solomon was sick for the virus. Solomon McNair was sick for the virus. And he said that's the only reason why the Eagles lost. And I think... Yeah, uh, I've heard different Terrell things. Owens, Terrell Owens played with a broken leg. That game. That's right. I remember that. Yeah, he played with a broken leg, and Donovan had the flu. Yeah. And they they got Donovan McNabb. McNabb's another old quarterback. Andy Reid said Washington. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> Andy Reid got him know twice. We that worked out. Yeah, worked out terrible. Yeah, Donovan's got yep. <laughs> Well, I will say they did not ask the right person to sing the national anthem. Who is who is singing the national uh, anthem? Who is You got me on that. Who is the singer? Who's the singer? Who is I don't I know. But thing. I know they didn't ask the right person is what I'm saying. Oh, oh okay. You okay. Are, they should have oh, dialed okay. you. Exactly. Oh, wow. They I didn't. Yes. Okay. Everybody on this line, we want you to sing the national anthem right now. We want to hear. Yeah. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light? Hmm. Okay. What? All right. All right. Can't I didn't even have. 
Yay! <laughs> awesome. I'm ready Doesn't for the matter. game. Very, I want to go good. out and pay myself. That's pretty good. There. See? <laughs> now it's time. Three, hey, like two, one. Finish it up. Finish it up. I like that. Finish it up. <laughs> what so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming, whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight for the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming. <laughs> All right, yay! All right, folks. Like so uh, this is the fun, this is the fun part here. Uh, everybody gets to um, plug their projects. Um, so um, I guess Patrick, I'll start with you. What's what you got coming up? Uh, you know, acting or non-acting or anything you want to talk about? Well, on the acting, I don't have anything coming up because I've been busy, you know. Take care of mom, and, you know. Uh, but I guess football-wise, I'm waiting to hear back uh, from the Carolina Panthers, the Ravens, and the Redskins about uh, being a in the scouting department and possibly O-line coach. Man, that's great. That would be a great blessing if you get that, man. We're we're pulling for you. Yeah, yeah good luck. Say some prayers for me. I would awesome. love to be Carolina Panthers. I, that's who I would love to go with you. Out of the three teams. Nice. That's my home state, yeah, North Carolina. Awesome, man. I'm glad to hear that. Thank yes. you. Yes. Okay, Jennifer, what's your what's your uh, project you got coming up? Well, I will be Private Peterson in a couple of weeks on HOC. I can't really say. <laughs> if you can figure out what it is, or you can say it, but I'm not really supposed to say it. Um, so, yeah, Private Peterson, and I actually have a film preview on Saturday for the film Dawn. I was the bartender, Barbara, and I actually had a long brunette spot where I was an office girl, too. So, yeah. Awesome, and there's, there's, awesome. There's, awesome. There's other things coming up, too, some other filmings coming up um, towards the end of the month. So, yeah, but the one that's exciting is Private Peterson. I actually got all Great. fitted and everything, so I'm going to be all camoed out. Congratulations. That's, Thank that's you. good. And, you know, uh, we're waiting for your online barbecue sauce store, too, right? When are you going to open that one? Oh, Yeah. Oh yeah. Hmm. What? And I have a I have a dry rub too. I have an amazing dry rub. Well look, we're or, I'm sorry. I'm a little hungry now. So we can test it out. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I might have to do some little baggies of it or something. Mhm. Yeah, let me think yeah. about that. Something, yeah, that would be great. <laughs> mhm. Yeah, and you know what the secret is? The secret is with your ribs, when you put your ribs in, you got to cook them on low, and you got to grease them up with some apple jelly. Oh, wow. You can't there have you my recipe, but you can know that. <laughs> apple jelly. <laughs> yeah, apple jelly. And you got to slather them up. <laughs> 
Mm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Oh. All right. Okay. And so, uh, David, what you got coming up? Well, obviously still doing a lot of the stand-up comedy up here in the Boston market and down in New York a little bit. Uh, otherwise, uh, don't really have much going on in the acting world right now, but I've done some voiceovers for some of the local radio stations. And uh, here in New England, there's quite a bit of them, obviously, and they all cover the Patriots. And, of course, my time with NFL Films was a while back, 1999 to 2000. I did 30 videos for them as a narrator. Uh, it was quite a thrill. Got to meet one of my heroes, uh, Gail Sayers, and so many great guys, Jim Brown and so forth. Uh, but, uh, yeah, just, just looking forward to keep doing that uh, throughout the year and uh, looking forward to Sunday's game. And, William, I really can't thank you enough for having me on. I really appreciate it. And I'm wondering if I can plug my website before I go. Go ahead. Okay. It's uh, GoombaComedy.com. It's G-O-O-M-B-A Comedy.com. Uh, I'm willing to travel around the country. I've been all over Vegas, Los Angeles, but down in Virginia and Washington, D.C. when I met you, and uh, really yeah. enjoy traveling. I love that part of the country. I love the Washington, Virginia area, Maryland, and uh, look forward to working uh, throughout the year again, doing the stand-up comedy and uh, and the voiceovers. So I'm looking forward to it. Oh, yeah, man. I, you you had me laugh. You had me I think I broke some ribs laughing so hard. Congratulations, man. Tim Brown, too, man. Congratulations on that. Oh, he was the nicest man I've ever met in my entire life. Just a gentleman. Those are are legends, man. Those are legends. Yeah, it's the tip of the iceberg. I've got a chance to go to Canton, Ohio every year for like 12 years. And to sit, I met everybody. And on my my website, I've got some pictures of some of the, the great athletes that I got a chance to meet and some of the stories. And uh, just a bunch of really great guys. Steve Sable at NFL Films was wonderful. He passed away. And, and yeah, sadly, my. Uh, that was a guy. May he rest in peace. I love Steve. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm just going to tell you quickly I want to dedicate this show to a dear friend of mine who was my radio partner for quite a few years. His name was Ace Casciotti. He was the director of archives there. And all those great videos, like the greatest touchdowns, 100 greatest hits and tackles, he helped produce oh. all that. He guided everybody through all the old video, uh, videos and footage. And he passed away this past April. Uh, at 63 years young, and uh, we miss him very much. And he loves this time of year. He would have loved this game especially because uh, he lived in Philly. He's a good friend with Ron Jaworski and all the old Eagles. Uh, he would have oh, really wow. been excited about this one. So um, thank you for letting yeah. me mention that. I appreciate it, William, and everyone. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, man. Yeah, he'll be missed. He'll be missed. Mm-hmm. Definitely. All right. So I think we're just about ready to wrap up, I guess. Eric dropped off. Are you there, Eric? No, I'm here. Oh, I want some of that rub. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, what happened to your? Um, oh, so plug your projects, man. You got your real estate business and everything going up there, and uh, yeah, talk about that right quick. Well, sure. I, I am a local lender in the state of Maryland. I work for Chesapeake Bank. Um, so, anybody looking to purchase or refinance a property, um, you will do yourself a disservice if you're not talking to me. I will certainly take care of you. But uh, also more uh, equally as important, uh, my daughter plays travel softball, so we have some uh, fundraisers coming up, Um, the first of which is a uh, bingo night for everybody that loves bingo. I didn't think I would until that first night. Uh, And, yes, I did win a purse. I didn't keep it. I gave it to my wife. But uh, it it is a bingo that you can win all kinds of purses and bracelets and things like that. So um, if anybody's in Maryland, wants to come on, uh, on March 2nd, let me know. I am on Facebook, LinkedIn, and uh, it'll be a party. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, folks, uh, 
it's just been a real pleasure. I mean, uh, I love doing this show every year. I really look forward to it. I just love having friends come on the air and, you know, and we get to talk and laugh and debate and plug our projects and just have a good old time. It's just been a real, real pleasure. Um, same here. Enjoy the game, everyone. Yes. Everybody, everybody, blessings to you all. All right. Have a great one. All right, fans out there, do something for your career every day. Break a leg and enjoy the game. Good night. Under the dark, you pacify me. Hold my Take me down, I won't fight Beat on my heart, you drum inside me Somewhere my dance Makes the sound no one can find I never met anyone like you Danger, like a savior, you're my only hope. 